0: All right, episode 12. We're here. We've got March Madness happening. Moves are starting to happen in the NFL offseason, so we've got those things coming up. We've got a few other updates. And then, best team today, we've got some all-time greats happening. You're waiting for a time to say it, so I'll, I'll cue you up. This Kay. is episode 12. Dulce. Good job. Yep. You did, episode you did good. Episode Dulce. Dulce. And then we're going to be ending with the rom con draft. Yes. But, Today, we got a good workout in, but I just got to say, it's the, uh, when we're recording right now on Monday, it's the official first day of spring. Let's go. Yes. Super exciting. But yep. it feels like the first day of winter here in Richmond, Virginia.
1: I mean, it was 26 degrees this morning.
0: It was freezing. It's been such a delightful winter, aka spring, actually still winter. Yes. Then all of a sudden, it's getting freezing when spring did
1: left. you see later in the week, Thursday, Friday? Is it good? Might be an excuse to go off Friday, Ooh. 78. Okay, Hi. that makes me
0: feel better because knew it was freezing today. Caitlin's going on a work trip down uh-huh. in Florida. And she's like, yeah, it says 80-something degrees tomorrow in Florida. Uh, so hopefully we'll her. get a little bit of that love. Yeah, good for her. But yeah, since we've got a lot to cover, let's go ahead and jump into March Madness, which Dang. has been delivering this year.
1: I feel like it's delivered more. Obviously, March Madness is always crazy. Hence, but dare it, I say, even... been madness yes
0: but (laughs) i feel like this
1: year actually that's true but i feel like it's been even more mad this year
0: i would love to know if there are any statistics comparing to past years because obviously we had our first got the lights going crazy today in here if you're watching on video (laughs) might be possessed with something but obviously we had we saw the first number one seed Get knocked out last year, right? Was that was that the Virginia? No, no it was two, three. When was three it? Years three years ago, years ago. Because
1: then UVA won the national. Four right. years ago. Because that crazy. Twenty nineteen. Because UVA won in. Wait, yeah, UVA won in twenty nineteen, and so they got upset in twenty
0: eighteen. Okay, that first round that doesn't feel like it should have been that long ago.
1: No, but it's also crazy if you think That's about crazy. it. They got upset as the number one seed in 2018, and then and won back. the national championship. I mean, I guess it's the- not
0: that crazy since it was a number one seed, and in then a national championship winner. A uh, winner, it's like just one. But well, you bad could let game, that but- loss affect
1: the entire oh, yeah. program for years. Yeah. But well, obviously, we'll they, they with, still do. With Purdue with yeah. UVA
0: Furman. So that game, since it was the first crazy one, wild. I wanted to pick Furman. I actually looked back. I did pick it in one of my brackets. Didn't in uh, our undrafted group. But I was like, no, nah, that, that just doesn't guy. make sense. Yeah. Yes. And my brother went to Furman. I was like, I'll pick him. I don't love UVA. I don't love Virginia Tech being up here. I obviously just, yeah. you know, don't love it. Yeah, But my man throwing the ball up with three seconds left. I guess I, my only assumption is he thought there was less time. Less time. So he just like, he's like, yeah. the time's going to expire. Doesn't. Furman drains it. That was pretty awesome. Instincts took
1: over. That guy, as fast as possible, now, pass it to the, the guy on the three-point line, and he drains it immediately.
0: But I will say, this was shocking at first, but UVA is going to come out of this weekend as the winner because they went from bottom losing to Furman to Arizona and Purdue made them look so much better. That's fair. Not true. only did the number two and the number one seed with Arizona and Purdue lose, but Purdue was now the second number one seed overall besides UVA yeah. to lose. So despite losing to Furman, they ended up looking a little bit better than they did at first.
1: So I would even argue, obviously statistically, it's it's not a bigger upset, but I would argue that Princeton, Arizona was a bigger upset because so many people thought Arizona like were either going to make the championship or win.
0: Honestly, Purdue and Arizona had a lot of people picking both, but yeah. I agree Arizona almost had number one seed like, uh, picks for number one. You know what yeah. I mean? Like people were treating them like a number one. Seed. It's also
1: crazy because FDU was a 24 point
0: underdog. Did you see the, I saw a video comparing Purdue's gym and FDU's gym. Did you see it? <laughs> I
1: did not see it. We'll
0: throw it up on the YouTube. Uh, just like pictures of each one of them because FDU's gym looks like not even a high school, like a very small high school gym. Are you serious? It's got Uh, it's probably more than it looked, but it looked like ten rows of bleachers on each side, versus Purdue's obviously a huge arena.
1: So, do you know how FDU qualified? No. So they made their their conference championship. I don't even know what conference they're part of. Some very Mm. small, tiny Division One conference. They made it and lost. So they weren't even supposed to be here, but the team that won, I forget the exact name, but the team that won, there's like a four-year eligibility rule. Mm-hmm. If you go from like D2 or something like D1, yep. you can't make the NCAA tournament for 4 years. Yep. And the team that won it that beat FDU in the conference championship, this was their fourth
0: year. So they so couldn't one make year it. Different. This upset wouldn't have happened. Yeah. That is the other crazy things about this game. So FDU was obviously just, like, triple-teaming Zach 80, which was hilarious-looking because FDU had one of— I actually, I think it was the shortest starting roster. So Tallest guy was 6'6". So they're triple-teaming him. Purdue does nothing outside of that. Yeah. Hilarious-looking shutdown.
1: So FDU plays the Northeast Conference, and they lost to Merrimack University by one point. But Merrimack could not compete because the four-year transition from Division Two.
0: Unreal. That's
1: so fun. That's so
0: fun. But that was that was insane.
1: It was. So then the round of thirty-two. Well,
0: well before before we get there, which yeah. one I guess would you say? Would you still say Arizona Princeton was the wildest one? Oh no,
1: I think you still think FD I still think FDU. FDU. Yeah, I think the Princeton one actually busted more brackets because. I really think a lot, even in ours, like a mm. lot of people took Arizona too yeah. to either make the championship or win the championship. But overall, like like you said, like with FDU's tallest tallest guy being six, six in their gym. Unbelievable.
0: That's crazy. That's why we love March. We love March. Yeah. One, two, and four gone. Then move into round of thirty-two. Princeton might just be might just be the real deal, and by the real deal, I mean a solid team. I'm not, no, not yeah. going to say they're winning the whole thing. They're
1: winning the whole thing. It's crazy. I mean, they're in the Sweet Sixteen as a 15 seed, so so they they, they knock out Mizzou. They look good too. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the Ivy leagues or the mid majors are underrated. Maybe. Uh, and then, of course, you have okay. So I will say Tennessee Duke first because I lost a hundred dollars, so I got a free bet credit. Yeah. They're signing up this app of three hundred dollars. Out of three hundred dollars in free credit, free credits, I made fifty. Mm. That's how
0: bad my Christian's best were this hot weekend. Takes.
1: So I was. I thought Duke was going to make the final four. I, I was did too. I actually, so had Duke big in the final on four. Duke,
0: but Tennessee bodied them. bodied them.
1: I watched the whole game. Yeah, and it pissed me off. I wish I wouldn't watch the game.
0: That's when you got to just, just Tennessee pick looked else good to watch. though.
1: I mean, they they Tennessee
0: did look good. Arkansas beat Kansas. Yeah. So, another number one seed gone. Gone.
1: Which is insane. This is,
0: who, who'd you pick to, to win it all um, at the beginning of all of this? Like, before, like in your bracket? Um, why am I blanking on this?
2: Oh, Alabama.
1: Okay. That's yeah. what I had to. Yeah. So, I, and in fact, a little statistic real quick mm-hmm. Alabama, they, uh, they've pretty much been given a gift. So, they have to beat San Diego State, the number five team on Friday. But then Sunday they either have to beat Creighton or Princeton and they make the final four. So they have to beat a five and either six or twelve to make the final four.
0: Don't sleep on Princeton though. Uh, no, 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 we're not sleeping. I'm saying like if you're out there, yeah, no, that is if you're they, their path yeah. they just get a lot. You easier.
1: have to be like licking your chops right now.
0: I thought they had to go through Arizona. I was but, about to say, what well, I mean, they didn't
1: to go through Arizona to get to the final four yeah. or to
0: go through like Princeton. I would Creighton. Right? Or Creighton <laughs> or, like, or Princeton. Yeah. So that's wild. I think everyone's brackets have to be in shambles, but you did a little work, legwork, so mm-hmm. I'll let you share this because I was curious, what, what are the odds of an actual just like perfect bracket? Because yeah. you know you hear crazy stuff, so you did some research. Yeah,
1: so two ways. Two ways. The first way is if you just don't really know anything about basketball and you're filling out a bracket randomly, yeah. like a coin yeah. flip, yeah. it is one in nine point two quintillion. <laughs> Which, first of all, I mean, I guess it's a real billion, number, by the trillion. Way. Do you? Ha- I don't know. Maybe it's quintillion after trillion? I don't know.
0: Yes, it's it's too yes. big for us to fathom. Right? It's like it's like a, a one piece of sand. It has six commas in it. Yes, not zeros, commas. Yeah,
1: and so they say even if you're like an analyst and you study and you watch college basketball, the odds of a perfect bracket is like one in hundred and twenty billion. So, uh, March Madness compared like in our bracket, our uh-huh. undrafted Amtris bracket. Which Shout out a,
0: everyone who joined this bracket. Yeah, which we had was a awesome. Good turnout. We had what,
1: 59, I think?
0: Yeah, I think something like that. A lot better than I was expecting. Yeah. Because it was an idea we had on the Monday before. Literally started. like
1: three days before. Yeah. We'd yeah. already
0: recorded the episode and we're like, let's, let's just, just do open this. it up and see what people. Th-
1: yeah. We still got two gift cards out in place. So if you finish first, 75 and second 25.
0: Yep. To the, the local store called Amazon.
1: Yeah, <laughs> if you will. If you will. So I, I, don't, I can't even, I don't Patrick, know glasses on.
0: Patrick, <laughs> probably losing, is okay. in first right now. It's
1: probably winning. It's
0: <laughs> probably winning with 440 points, which is solid. We've got uh, all, everyone tied for 11 on it is above 400 at this point. Mm-hmm. Compared to ESPN's massive group, we've got, one guy with 570 but his max is 1810 so that's 13, pretty 20. impressive It's that's a impressive. good
1: yeah there's over 700,000 entries to the sports center 2023 bracket challenge so we wanted to compare ours and see like how it was doing we're doing significantly worse but
0: with that's okay. significantly less people it's all good. right
1: right so it looks like right now the best bracket is 570 points with like an 1810
0: this this has to be one of the worst years that people have had. It has to be
1: because you have two twos and two ones gone by the sweet sixteen. Yep. That's crazy. Normally you have all four ones to at least get the sweet sixteen.
0: That's crazy.
1: But yeah, and shout out to my boy Cole right there at eleven, who has fifteen sixty max left. That's
0: so solid. Man, that's yeah, there, solid. there's a few fifteens. Oh, there's a sixteen ten.
1: Yeah. So, but you know, you, you have people like the guy who picked Arizona right there, like his max is 900. So, like, he's done. Yeah. He's done. Sorry, guy.
0: Sorry. Sharing <laughs> he's, the love there.
1: Yeah. He's done.
0: All right. Well, I'm excited to see what happens with the rest of this tournament. Although it's obvious, I, I mean, it's not going to be as crazy as the start of it. This lived up to all the hype, all the things that I love. We've mentioned it. I don't mm-hmm. really follow college basketball during the year, but March Madness kicks in. So fun.
1: Yeah, heavily followed.
0: But following right now, the NFC offseason, mm. I, I think I was saying a few episodes ago that it wasn't that exciting in the offseason. There weren't a ton of moves. Still no huge names happening. The NFL, but there's starting yeah. to be a lot of stuff shaping up right now. Yeah, NFC. Did I say NFC? Yeah. Uh, wow. Can't talk. NFL offseason. <laughs> so running down the quarterbacks and running back moves. Yep. We had, obviously, Derek Carr going to the Saints. Mm. Jimmy G's ending up on the Raiders. Yeah, I kind of like that. Kind of like that. Jacoby Brissett is with the Commanders because Taylor Heineke went to the Falcons. So it's interesting. I thought that the Commanders were going to double down on Taylor Heineke. I did too. But Everyone I Everyone loves
1: Heineke too.
0: I think – I guess they've just like went ahead and spent the money on Carson Wentz and so they're keeping him. But I don't Maybe. necessarily agree with that. Yeah. Andy Dalton is with the Panthers, which will be which. interesting with how number one pick bringing it in a veteran. I love that. A lot of moves happening with the Panthers. Uh, any other notable ones? Sam Darnold left the Panthers, and went to the 49ers. Baker Mayfield is with the Bucks. I'm curious if they are picturing him as the starter this year. They are. They are? I already looked d- it up. D- okay. They're already, I guess,
1: predicting Baker, the 28-year-old former first-round draft pick, to be the starting quarterback of the Bucs.
0: Interesting. Yeah.
1: I mean, who else they have over there? So, I mean... I think it's fair
0: to say they're going straight rebuild at this point now. And
1: I don't know, man. Baker just looks so unconfident in Carolina. And it could be like partly coaching, partly scheme, but.
0: Looked solid. Well, he was just getting the ball deflected so much in Carolina, which.
1: So that, I think that's also why I have such like a, a sore spot for, for <laughs> yeah. small quarterbacks, because dude, seeing him get the ball deflected constantly was deflating.
0: It, that is fair. <laughs> it really was. Um, then the running back side of things it kind of seems like a carousel is happening right now. David Montgomery left the Bears and went to the Lions. Jamal hmm. Williams left the Lions, went to the Saints. Um, who else is like notable right now? This Miles list?
1: Sanders went Jeff- to the Panthers.
0: Yes, that's a big one. Yes. Uh, and Deontay Foreman, where did he end up?
1: Uh, yeah, Foreman went to the Bears. So they're they're yeah, taking the Panthers the Bears.
0: players. DJ Moore. Yeah. So PJ Walker signed with them PJ too. PJ
1: Walker. DJ yeah.
0: Moore. Uh, Foreman.
1: Wow. They're they are they're going to be a Panthers two point The Bears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will. You think the Bears make the playoffs this year?
0: Uh, if they do, it's as a wild card. They're not winning the yeah, division. I agree. I think they're, oh, I feel like they're probably a year out, but I wouldn't yeah. be shocked if they did. They're set up. They're, they're the next set up pretty well. Yeah. Um, they're set
1: up as long as they make some good draft picks.
0: Yeah. And then, like we said, um, moving on to receivers, tight ends. DJ Moore is with the Bears now. They've added some other receivers as well. Um, Juju Smith Schuster is mm. now with the Patriots, which will be interesting to see. I'm guessing the Chiefs are going to have to draft because um, they haven't acquired any big receivers this offseason, yeah, right? Am I yeah. missing anyone?
1: I mean, they, they might just be thinking Patrick Mahomes can throw to a JV high school wide receiver at this
0: point. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, at some point, you still have to build no, out no, someone. No. So <laughs> I, I'm assuming they're going to draft for him.
1: Yeah. No, I'd uh, imagine so. they probably get used to one of their top couple picks. Yeah, and the then
0: Hayden Hurst is uh, on the Panthers now, which I'm pumped about because he's a South Carolina guy.
1: Dude, they, the Panthers are making so many moves. It's
0: definitely the most I've seen them move since since Tepper bought the, the Panthers. Oh,
1: my gosh. I mean, even a new head coach. It's a completely mm. different Panthers team this season than last season. So. And then also I'll say that it just happened this morning – was uh, I don't even know how to pronounce the last name, but Mike Jaziski, Siski, Sicky, for from, from the Dolphins, their tight end uh-huh. went to the Patriots as well. So Patriots are rebuilding a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see with Bill Belichick what they do this year.
0: That that will be interesting to see and how long or what Mac Jones ceiling ends up being. Correct. You know, like a yeah. year or two. Is it? I think it's starting to look like he's good enough for now, but they're going to eventually replace him and level up. But, I mean, he could have a breakout season. So he that could. would be interesting to see.
1: Yeah, he could. We'll see.
0: Uh, D-line, outside linebackers, a couple interesting ones is Davenport left the Saints mm-hmm. and went to the Vikings, maybe. Plus, they got a new DC. That's so Vikings big, might get a solid-ish, a better defense this year.
1: That's a big sign for the Vikings. That's
0: a big sign because their defense was that, so, tr- Davenport's a so beast. trash last year.
1: That that definitely boosts their, their D-line a little bit there. Mm-hmm.
0: And then Javon Hargrave going from the Eagles to the 49ers. That's going to be a really interesting that one to see. That was
1: huge. Hard, that was a huge loss for the Eagles. And a
0: big gain for the 49ers. Granted, obviously, the 49ers have lost to Miko Ryan as their DC. But I think I'm I'm willing to say right now I'm putting my Super Bowl winner is the 49ers going into next year. Oh. But stuff could change in the offseason. Clip it. Clip it right now. That's my prediction.
1: We should make predictions for all 32 teams. <laughs> like Just like sporadically.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then there's a timestamp for yeah. March 20th. Yep. Let's bring it like back.
1: Every, every single episode, we pick a new clip. Like, <laughs> I think the Panthers are going to go all the way this year.
0: We just keep them saved.
1: Yeah. No, that's... I mean, the Eagles, the Eagles have lost some people. They're making me nervous as my second favorite backup team. Yep. To be honest. And, and then, they lost their offensive and... Defense coordinator both went to be head coaches.
0: Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see. And then what they end up doing with uh, Jalen Hurts, if they, because that contract's still up. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Jimmy Ward left the 49ers, moving on to DBs mm-hmm. and is with the Texans now. Makes sense that he's following D'Amico Ryan. Yeah. Uh, other than that, the, the one big DB move that I'm excited about is Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins. Yeah. That's going to that be really interesting.
1: Dolphins a lot, too. And
0: then James Bradbury with the hold didn't matter. He still got signed with the Eagles. He's yeah. continuing on.
1: Well, at least they picked him up, yeah.
0: Um. But, yeah. So other moves right now in the offseason is the Cowboys have gotten rid of Zeke. So he's up in yes. the air where he lands. Aaron Rodgers has said multiple times that he's wanting to play for the Jets. Yep. I'm assuming, I think it's going to happen. Just
1: apparently, there's a lot to do with the contract, though. And like that, the Packers want a ton. Mm -hmm. Apparently, I heard a few days ago that they're asking for like two first round picks for a 39 year old Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah. So Uh, that's, I don't know if I would do it. Yeah. That's, that's a lot
1: for maybe a year or two left,
0: but it's, I would be shocked if the Packers can keep Rodgers. So something's going to happen. And if he wants to go to the Jets, I think it's going to happen. It's just – it'll be interesting. What they get. What they get. Yeah, Yeah, Lamar Jackson, no real new updates in the last week or so. Odell Beckham, though, I saw that he had 12 teams uh, checking out a workout of his. And so there's been a lot of interest. But he didn't play any last season, so that's you know, – It'll be interesting. That'll be interesting.
1: Yeah, he's he's always one of those people, though, that you can plug and play and – he can be a good kind of yeah. bat, you know second or third string.
0: I mean, Wyatt. I bet he could still be on a lot of teams, one of the yeah. top receivers next year.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. So yeah.
0: there, there's some more, but instead of just speculating on those, we'll wait until moves happen in, yeah. in future weeks and bring that to it. But yeah. with everything that's happening right now, I'm curious, of these moves, what do you think is the best and what do you think is going to be like, the one that doesn't pan out?
1: So I'm going to say two real quick. I'm going to say uh, Hargrave to the 49ers. Mm-hmm. That, I think that bolsters the 49ers' defense, I mean, just immediately. He yep. was a beast for the Eagles, and I think that's a great signing by the 49ers, especially because they're going to be in contention again this year. Yep. So I think that just really – especially because they signed him to a one-year deal, I think. So overall, I mean, great, in my opinion, great signing by the 49ers. Also, I will – I got to add this to the Panthers. I love – Two things the Panthers have done, and that's Andy Dalton and Thielen because, yeah, they're both a little older and they might not be in their prime, but Andy Dalton's going to help coach up a young quarterback, yep. which I think is always key, and then Thielen's going to really help mentor you know, young wide receivers that they have.
0: And if we go back to, we're saying they're on the three, four-year, maybe five-year trajectory to being really potentially a, a brand new, very good team at that point, yeah. those are big moves. So yeah. I like that.
1: Yeah. Um, least hey, let me think about the least excited because I'm not sure. Yeah. You go for, you go ahead.
0: So most excited, I think Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, that's another good one.
0: I think <laughs> I'm not quite there. I'm almost willing to to say I think the Dolphins are gonna win the division this year.
1: Mm. They were, I mean, they were good last year.
0: They were good last year. Shoring up the secondary with Jalen Ramsey's huge. Giving another year of Tyreek Hill there. You, you're keeping Raheem Mostert and Wilson. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's the move that I'm most excited about. Let, okay, I'm going to reframe the least excited. Okay. Unless, unless you have one. Do you have one yet?
1: No, I'm looking it up to be honest. So then
0: I'm going to do the one that you maybe have the biggest doubts about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Jimmy G to the Raiders. Oh. Reason being, well, there's two thoughts. This is the reason I didn't want to say straight least. I think Jimmy G's solid. I don't mm-hmm. think he's that good. What concerns me is you have Devontae Adams, who is a really big deep ball threat, longer play, like very good, one, one of the best receivers in yeah. the league. And then Jimmy G who has the least passes completed passes over 30 yards. I, I think, I don't know if he has one over 40 or I think it was like 30 air yards in the last couple of years. Yeah. So you're getting a quarterback strength. That's all close in yet. Yeah, uh, Hunter Renfro is going to be getting open close, but that's the kind of world that Jimmy G has been living in. Yep. So then you take that, with this standout deep threat receiver, and I don't see those strengths complementing that well. Yeah. Or or rather, not uh than two strengths not complementing. I don't see Jimmy G getting the most out of Devontae Adams.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, that's fair. I would say one that I'm arguably least excited about. And I think it's it's almost more for me, it's like being overhyped as Derek Carr to the Saints. Mm. And, and I, I think Derek Carr's a good quarterback. Like, there's no, it's not a not knack on Derek Carr, but the way that they are kind of framing this, I think it's just being overhyped. And I think Derek Carr's not, I mean, the Saints aren't a great team. It's not like he's going into a team with all these weapons that they can kind of just bolster. Yeah. So, anyway, I just think. I wouldn't – maybe maybe I'd just say overhyped, I think.
0: That's fair. I think, to me, that trade is putting the Saints as the NFC South winner this year, maybe winning one playoff game than losing because Baker and the Bucks aren't going to do it. The Falcons – I don't necessarily see Taylor Heineke making them – like, I think he's – I don't know. It kind of feels like a lateral move with Marcus Mariota to yeah. Taylor Heineke. So I think they're going to be about the same. Panthers, there, yeah. I think they're a couple years out. Yep. They could do it, but I think they're a couple years out. So really, it kind of locks them at the NFC South, and so it's given them a playoff opportunity. But are you going to be able to beat the Chiefs or whoever's coming, the yeah. Bengals, whoever's coming from the AFC, Dolphins, Gosh. Uh, or get past whatever happens with the Eagles if they get back, the 49ers? Right. Like, you're, I don't think you're you're going to be able to win the Super Bowl with Derek Carr.
1: It'll be interesting about the Eagles this season, man. I just, I don't know. But
0: He's also, I think Derek Carr is the kind of guy that makes everyone else on the team a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And, and so it could yeah. happen. Yeah. But I just, I agree with you there. Yeah. Okay, some other little updates. I'm going to toss it to you because yep. I know you got to give a little golf update.
1: So I always have to give a little golf update. So we watched the last hole together. The Valspar Championship, now it's not one of the biggest tournaments of the year, but nonetheless, it's a PGA Tour Golf tournament, which the stakes are always high. Speeth was in contention again and then choked again. Tied for lead with a few holes left, hit in the water. Bang. That always hurts. Um, and then the guy who won it was Taylor Moore, 29 years old, I believe. First win on tour. So I love, you, you got yeah, to love seeing a first win on see. tour. But he beat out, and you can't make this up, Shank. The guy's last name who he was competing against is pronounced Shank, which which you can't make that up. But I was actually rooting for Shank because he had a wife who was like eight months pregnant, and he'd also never won yeah. on the PGA Tour. Um, so anyway, it would have been cool to see either one of them win. But
0: anyway. The one hole that I did watch was the 18th. I picked a good one. Unbelievable. Shank almost drained. What what was that putt? It was like
1: it? a 40-foot putt. I mean, it was crazy. It was like a 40-foot He wasn't
0: leaving it short, butt. that's for sure. Put a little speed on it and then just barely missed the pin over the hole, caught the lip, but didn't sink it. Yeah, because if, be if cool. he
1: would have made that putt on 18, uh, he, he would have had a playoff hole with more With more. yeah. Which yeah, which would have been fun to watch. Yeah, But, it yeah, it, it hit the flag, and it was just going to touch mm. too fast, which we've all been there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then in kind of political news, Trump tweeted on his Truth Social, you know, the social media? Yeah. I guess tweeted, whatever, posted that he was going to get arrested on Tuesday, like hmm. tomorrow, like when this episode comes out Tuesday. So I, ha- I wanted to make sure to get this right. So the article states that Trump suggested on Truth Social over the weekend that he will be arrested on Tuesday as part of the Manhattan District Attorney's investigation into hush money paid to adult film star Stormy Daniels during the 2016 election. So he would be the first indictment of an ex-president in U.S. history if possible. So he's calling for like a, a revolt on Truth Social, like, like how messed up this is, I guess.
0: Well, who's on Truth Social to revolt? Yeah, His Truth Social account.
1: I have no it's, idea,
0: man. It's a good question.
1: But it'll be interesting to see if he actually does officially get arrested. That's kind of big news
0: Yeah, on Tuesday. That is interesting, which this episode's coming out on Tuesday. So you guys are going to know when you hear this whether we're full of it or telling the truth. Yeah. Well, that's what but that's, then again, we're that's just, what he said. This, yeah. We're saying he said what she said, what yeah, they said. Exactly. So college baseball, real quick. Mm-hmm. South Carolina looks like they have a pretty good team this year. They're 16 and one. However, they're ranked 16th and behind in the SEC LSU, Tennessee, Ole Miss, Florida, Vandy, Arkansas. And A and M, so playing five of the top seven teams right now in our schedule. The so SEC that is going to be brutal in every loaded. sport right now.
1: Yeah, but baseball too. Yeah, I mean, I feel like SEC and then ACC traditionally is pretty good. So between the SEC and the ACC, though, I mean, baseball is kind of a lock there.
0: Yeah, so.
1: I always love the College World Series too.
0: I know, and I think, it's been it's been a few years since we've been there, so hopefully, hopefully we get back this year. Yeah, and then episode one of Ted Lasso has come out. I didn't realize it was a week by week thing at first. I didn't
1: either, and I was th- that's the way it was last year. Or I think so. I was happy and sad about that because I was happy I because I was like. Every Wednesday, I get to watch Ted Lasso, but I really wanted to watch the entire season in two days.
0: It made it better because I didn't really have the time to binge it. And right. so I was worried I was going to get left behind. Mm. FOMO kicks in.
1: But. The whole Ted Lasso, it's fascinating to me because they made up this fake Premier League brand that now apparently officially gets like sponsorships. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like they it's just insane. kind of just fake created this. And now it's like a legit. It's a legit thing. Yeah, it says Nando's to become official sponsor of Ted Lasso's AFC Richmond.
0: That's crazy. Nando's though get a little heat. It's nice. Have you had Nando's before, uh, dude? Yeah. It's so good.
1: Also, uh, Ted. La- I mean, AFC Richmond. The you know the Ted Lasso team yep. was featured on FIFA 23. That's so. So you could so play cool. as them.
0: Which you know they're making some dollars. Oh Nando.
1: my gosh! I think yeah. And geez.
0: That's crazy. All right, moving on, we've got Iceman's Unsung Hero. Last week was so good. It was good. I love that one. So let's let's see what he's got for us.
2: This week's Unsung Hero is Roger Wagner. In 1982, Roger Wagner gave us the first iteration of the Boss Button. The Boss Button, some of you may know because you have to use it frequently, is a one-click-away on the NCAA webpage that allows you to go from watching NCAA March Magnus to a fake spreadsheet or some other work document that looks like you're doing something productive. (laughs) While you're on the clock there, you could just try and surf and see what creativity they came up each year, like this year's chat GPT page or last year's Tracy Morgan web call, or in the COVID years, the Zoom call. But the most technical one gets into the Excel spreadsheet that has absolutely nothing to do with what you're doing at work. But without Roger Wagner, this would be impossible. So Michael Jordan's freshman year with a really old-style computer – he put together the first boss button. And uh, in 2005, the NCAA incorporated into their webpage where you can stream all the different channels of CBS. But without Roger Wagner, we would all have no way to feel like we're actually doing something productive while being completely unproductive. (laughs) So here's to you, Roger. You're this week's unsung hero.
0: (laughs) That's a fun backstory. That is the boss button. I remember in high school, like way back, um, not way back, Yes, yeah, so I'm getting kind of old. 47, years, 47 ago. years ago. 47 years ago. We would always just, I don't know what they thought we were doing on Excel. They knew exactly what we were doing. But like hit that boss button all the time and teachers yeah. would walk by.
1: You're like, there it is. There
0: it is. Yeah. These students are being so productive doing stats in the English class right now.
1: Right. Yeah. Doing Excel spreadsheets. Yeah. That's good. I, I, I tell you what, NCAA March Madness, they should make that a federal holiday.
0: You know? There's something fun about everyone trying to do their life, That's but true. it's all about March Madness. Yeah. It's cool. And
1: all like the watch parties and like, yeah, it's yeah. just people just need any type of excuse
0: to not work or drink. That's true. <laughs> and, and March Madness delivers. Okay. So moving forward, we have the top team, the best team. What should we call this officially? I did TT, you know, like top team, but I don't know if I like all, that. Best team.
1: All, all time greats.
0: Well, like that for this type of legend team. Well, cause it's not always, it's like the, the fact of like the four teams that are competing when you rank them, what right. like, should that be called? The legend challenge, but it's not always legends. Is what I'm saying.
1: Oh, you're just saying like, like it's, the it's structure. A yeah. Oh, I thought you meant this one. Um, yeah.
0: maybe, maybe we'll open it up. You should just tell us what you think we should call it. Should we do that?
1: Let's see, what should we call it?
0: Okay, for now, it's going to be best team, top team, whatever we say. But for today, we have all-time greats on it. It's not the four best in everything, but we've got four of the best basketball players, football quarterbacks, soccer players, and baseball players. And so I tried to get two more recent guys and two older guys. Mm -hmm. On team one, we have LeBron James, Peyton Manning, Pele, and Hank Aaron. Mm. Team two, Magic Johnson, Dan Marino, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Barry Bonds. Team three, Kobe Bryant, Joe Montana, Lionel Messi, and Willie Mays. Team four is Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, Diego Maradona, Ken Griffey Jr.
1: What a beautiful swing.
0: Mm. I loved Ken Griffey Jr.
1: So this is, I, I love this idea. And honestly, this is, I I think I know immediately what I want. Really?
0: Yeah. So in one hand, this is easier because there's not as many of wrong answers exactly. But I mean, they're all great. These are all some of the greatest. And it's so subjective.
1: So subjective. So
0: anyway, with that. Like Bryce Young. That was not subjective (laughs) at all. But in fourth place, who do you have? Uh, Team two. Team two and four. Tell me why. So
1: this is why. I think Magic Johnson is the weakest out of the four, mm. especially hype wise. Like you could make an argument that like he's better than Kobe for sure. But and
0: I will make that argument. Yeah. yeah.
1: But Kobe, it's also Kobe Bryant, like with the name and legacy. So anyway, but that's not the main reason. I think Magic Johnson's bottom tier compared to Michael and LeBron. Dan Marino, great quarterback, but I think it's also bottom two. So I think I would definitely do Tom Brady. Um, I think he's very comparable to Joe Montana though. I don't know. So I would say Magic Johnson, Dan Marino, Cristiano Ronaldo, also a beast. But the main reason I picked team two last is Barry Bonds. Because of the roids? uh, You have to. (laughs) You have to, man. Like, don't get me wrong. Phenomenal baseball player. And I really wish we would have known what his stats would have been. Without steroids, because yeah. steroids only help with so much. Like you still have
0: to have the hand eye, and you still have to- And he was such a good, very different player before the steroids. Yeah. When was- I grabbed this picture of him, I saw the old SNL clip where <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's hilarious because they show him the picture before and after, and he was just like small, fast dude, and his head like triples in size. So
1: I have to do team two last okay. based on Barry Bond's steroids use. I
0: don't hate that, but I'm gonna go team three is last. Because mm. I think Kobe was the worst basketball player up there. I think hype-wise, I agree with you, but Magic Johnson was definitely better. Yeah, I agree. Joe Montana's good. Willie Mays, I really liked him. Yeah. Lionel Messi, though, is going to be the star of this team, but I don't think it's enough to overtake the stars of the other team. And so for that reason, Ooh. Team 3 is going to be in fourth place for me.
1: Yeah, yeah. I am actually going to say the exact same thing. Or, sorry, I'm going to go Team 3-3. Three, three. So I'm going to go Team 3 next as well. Okay. So third place for me, same thing. Um. I think the stars, Lionel Messi, by far. I think he is probably going to be the best soccer player to ever play, ever live. Uh, Willie Mays was good, but he definitely wasn't Hank Aaron good. Yeah. Right. And I also think Willie Mays was very overhyped. Like he had that backwards catch, quote unquote. But like, how many times do you see people make that routine play all the time? That's fair. So anyway, I'm going team three and three.
0: Okay. Team two, I'm going to put in third place. Okay. Magic Johnson, again, all of these greats of the sport. Magic Johnson, Dan Marino, very good. Cristiano Ronaldo, one of the best soccer players of all time. But this is where I agree with you. I think Barry Bonds is very, very good, but it was personal for me when he broke Hank Aaron's record, and especially because of the steroids. Right. For that reason, Team 2 is going to be in third place. Can't put him the championship game.
1: Yeah. So... Yeah, I agree with you on there.
0: So we got championship. We got the same championship. Same championship. Right? So
1: team one and team four are in the championship. Mm-hmm. So this is this is really fun. Yeah. I think LeBron takes the edge over Jordan. And I think Peyton is not as good as, as Tom, but I like Pele over Diego. And of course, Hank Aaron, in my eyes, he's the home run leader. So mm-hmm. I like Hank Aaron over Ken Griffey Jr.
0: Team for one that reason, wins it. Team one wins it. Okay. I'm going to disagree here. I'm going to put team one in second place, which is hard for me to do because I love Hank Aaron. I think he is the great. He is the goat of baseball. Mm -hmm. However, team four is unstoppable because it has the two biggest goats, arguably the greatest goats, the greatest, greatest of all time. And Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, like they are unstoppable. And Maradona is not as good as Pele. He just had like a good goal. And Ken Griffey's definitely not Hank Aaron. But Jordan is better than LeBron, and mm. Tom Brady's better than Manning. And in the day, Team One takes it.
1: There you go. I well agree to disagree.
0: Hey, we although we disagreed on every pick, this was one of the closest ones. So I, I feel agree. like I can actually respect With your opinions. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Gosh,
0: Tom Brady is so good though. He's so good. Gosh. Okay, so. Jumping into Florida, man. Here we go. Um, you're in my head now because. What about seven? Seven for four? You're seven and four. <laughs> and if you get this right, you're going to be eight and four, which you were four and four. And so eight and four is a obviously very different feel for me. And so I feel like I'm starting to lose my edge. I just watched. Have you watched Poker Face? Yes. So we just watched the, the racing episode where he's talking about losing his flow before. And I'm starting to lose my doing. flow. I'm losing it. But story number one, story one, a new but popular taco stand in Bradenton began to unravel when they received an impromptu health inspection. When the health inspector arrived, he was surprised to discover the stand wasn't making their own tacos at all. Instead, they were buying tacos from a nearby Del Taco and heating them up in an easy bake oven and selling them as their own. The taco stand is currently closed and facing legal charges from Del Taco.
1: Uh, we've, all, we've all thought about doing that. We've all thought
0: about it. <laughs> on other side of things, story number two. On Monday, the Lakeland Police Department received a call that a man was sitting in the middle of a crosswalk eating pancakes on a small table. When police arrived, the man was already gone. However, a video was already trending online, and police were able to track down the man as a result. The Florida man was charged with obstruction in the roadway and disrupting the free flow of traffic
1: oh gosh this is a tough one I feel like a story two is definitely outlandish You have a man sitting in the middle of a crosswalk eating pancakes on a small table So are you gonna are you gonna try to reverse psych me here with uh, with the outlandish being like oh I'm not gonna think it's outlandish so I picked story one but actually it is outlandish So anyway the only reason I picked story one here as the false story was because of the line. They were, sup- or he was surprised to discover the stand wasn't making their own tacos at all. And I feel like
0: you would say something like that. So, story one's fake, story two's true. Dang. You do realize I write like both of these. Oh, are, I
1: know. I'm just going with my gut.
0: I know. But what I'm saying <laughs> is like your logic's always like you would say that line in this one. I'm like, both of these are my lines.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I just feel like, Dang. Gut-wise, you go. <laughs> I got it right.
2: Eating, eating, just sitting in the middle of a <laughs> road eating. <laughs> a man in Florida attempting to go viral with a prank ended up getting arrested after he decided to eat his breakfast in the middle of a road in Florida. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the man's just chilling without a shirt on, pajama pants, While in the middle of the road, eating pancakes brownies. with syrup. That's awesome. That's something my
1: cousin Logan would do. Oh, Yeah,' hopefully nox- hey. Dang. Eight and four, baby.
0: Mm, I am getting the hang
1: of it now.
0: This is wild. Okay. (laughs) I'm shook, but moving on to growth mindsets. I was talking to my sister-in-law and she was like, y'all should definitely share more of the updates of how it's going. Because one of the things about growth mindsets is it's not about just like you have a goal and you hit it or don't have it, but it's the resiliency of like continuing on. I like that. Uh, And so shout out, Whitney. Let's, uh, I guess I can go first since I was talking about getting fit last week and still got a long way to go, but definitely it was, it was a good week. I uh, started taking regular cold showers again, which was something that I used to do. I really like doing just if, if you fall out of the habit, it's hard to start back. Oh yeah. Uh, And there's something about doing something that you hate first thing in the morning or right after the gym that kind of gets you in the zone. So Theo Vaughn was just talking about that on his podcast with George Kittle. He had
1: George Kittle on this week or last week. And I was listening to it when I was traveling be a to Blacksburg fun one to listen to. Uh, I only listened to like the first hour or so. It was like mm-hmm. a three-hour podcast, <laughs> and I was like, "This is awesome!" Like George Kittle's a great personality and Theo but they were talking about that for like twenty minutes. They both do it first thing in the morning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I, f- I thought it was pretty That's interesting. Cool. So, are you how many times do you work out this week
0: uh, uh, or last week? I worked out. I'm Trying to think. I worked out every day with three, two a days. So I Oh my gosh. I worked out 10 times last week. So you do morning and evening, right? Not always, but sometimes. No, two a days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I like went to the gym in the morning and then did like a light, like six mile Peloton ride or something like that. At night. Yeah.
1: Got it. Wow, man. Good for you. That's awesome.
0: Great um, update. Wow. You you kind of
1: crushed my update here.
0: But I mean, it's all, that's part of it though. Like there are weeks that are good and there are weeks that, that aren't as good. And so for me, this next week, I want to continue, especially with the cold showers, um, trying to rein in diet, continuing to eat right. But like finding it's always tough for me because I can go to extremes. And so finding what's a good balance of you don't need to to go extreme and not eat bread for an entire month. But like, do you want it now? And if so, like you really want it, have it, but you don't have to. And so finding that balance of improving, but I'm still enjoying the things that you love about life. Yeah. So we'll start doing donut Mondays here. We will not be doing that <laughs> on my, my end, but I'm going to continue with the goal, all that said. That's awesome. So
1: I talked about morning routine. Yeah. And I felt like, I feel like what I'm trying to do is establish the same morning routine every day. And I feel like that's detrimental for me. Mm-hmm. because i just have so much going on they're like i might have an early meeting one morning and that morning routine looks a lot different than if my day starts at 8:30 or 9 yep right i almost feel like i should have morning routine like like variations of a morning routine for specific days of the week that's why i love like today today was like get up work an hour then work out so we worked out later which we got i thought was one of the best workouts i've gotten in a while mhm Um, and obviously recording the podcast. So maybe Monday we can do that. And then obviously every day looks different, but my goal is really some type of movement and it doesn't have to be an hour long workout, but like some type of movement in the morning. Um, and then I would love to get to a point where I meditate just for like five, Mm -hmm. 10 minutes, whether it's in the sauna or whether it's just like in a room, but just like kind of clear the head first thing I feel like so important. Um, and then read the Bible. So mm-hmm. that's a, for me. I want to do those three things every morning. So it's like quiet, meditate, read the Bible, and movement. So I, I think I struggle because I try to do it at the same time every day, but that doesn't work out, Yeah, especially if one night's later, like, you know, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and with business, there's some control you have on your schedule but then there's sometimes where like if you're going after this client they can only do it at a certain time like you've you've got to be adaptable i feel like it's a better strategy to pick what are the non-negotiables that you're going to fit somewhere in your day than like that it has to be at seven o'clock or like maybe a non-negotiable is before you start anything you're going to have 10 minutes of meditation without Mm -hmm. your phone and like that's going to happen but it doesn't matter if it happens at five or seven that's more of yeah. the way that I approach it. But I
1: would it, but... really like before starting work to be grounded.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that is, that is big. Yeah.
1: So anyway, I thought, did an okay job, but I want to keep improving on it this
0: week. Yeah. So I'll have
1: an update next week.
0: Sweet. I'm excited to hear it. The draft, as I mentioned earlier, is rom-coms. With the disclaimer, it's going to be 21st century rom-coms. So
1: I love uh, basically I did rom-com.
0: Wanna, <laughs> I didn't want anyone saying you didn't pick uh, Roman Holiday or oh, something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I don't watch movies the if they're not 80, like the 70s, recent. 60s, yeah. whenever it was.
1: I don't know if I've ever I've only watched probably 3 movies that were before 2000.
0: All right. So this is an even episode and so I get the first pick. Go ahead. With my number 1 overall pick, I'm going to go with Fool's Gold. Okay? A classic with Matthew McConaughey, Kate Hudson. It's got treasure, romance. We've got Kevin Hart showing up as the bunny like what more do you want in a movie? The answer for me is nothing more. I would just watch that movie over and over again.
1: Yeah. What more could you possibly want? <laughs> so number one for me is an interesting one because it's one I watched a long time ago and it's one of the first movies I think I cried to. Yeah. So it's Dear John. Mm. It's in a little bit, I think I want, I forgot maybe 10 years ago or something. Pretty and good it's soundtrack, right? Good soundtrack. And I tell you what, it just tugs at the heart. Heartstrings. At the heartstrings a little okay. bit
0: little bit more on the romance than the comedy side but yeah but good <laughs> but good mine definitely probably we'll see adam sandler's coming in here continuing with the the tropical theme i'm going to just go with it
1: oh nice jennifer aniston yeah, that's a good one
0: adam sandler brooklyn decker great movie in hawaii again what more do you want
1: yeah that's a good one so i'm gonna go with a classic that i think if you don't love you're not you're not a person crazy <laughs> stupid love
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, Mm -hmm. I feel like you should watch that movie at some point if you have.
0: Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I'll endorse that pick there. Okay. This is where it gets tough because those two for me were were one and two, no doubt. Yeah. Now I've got about ten that are fighting for the next three spots. I'm gonna go with another Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson, How to Mm -hmm. Lose a Guy in Ten
1: Days. Oh, that's a cool one. Gosh, and
0: I love That's, Matthew McConaughey. It's Caitlin's favorite movie of all time, and so we watch it yearly. No, quarterly, probably. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like six months, and she's like, yeah, we haven't watched How to Lose a Guy in 10 days in a long time. I'm like, you mean like six months ago? Yeah, we got to do it again. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, this is one, number three for me, is one I saw recently, mm-hmm. Your Place or Mine, mm. with, with Reese Witherspoon. And, and, and tell Ashton what, Kutcher, I love Reese Weatherspoon as an actor. I think she's so good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is a good movie. I get nervous about picking really new movies, though, on these. It's yeah. like, have they, you know, is it recency bias? Has it
1: aged? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go Adam Sandler again. 50 First Dates. Yep. Adam Sandler, obviously, Drew Barrymore. It's a great movie. Yeah. Heart-thralling. I mean, a heart throb, that. just strings getting pulled back and Gosh, forth. What I used to do back when I was winning the Florida Man before you started being my puppet master.
1: I'm telling you what, I, it I tough. Your, uh, you are my puppet master, or no, I am your puppet. You're my puppet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for me, this is a classic. Gosh, it's a classic. Number four, longest ride.
0: Hmm. I haven't seen that movie in so long. It was. Well, it,
1: I think it was released early 2000s.
0: Wait, it, longest ride or longest yard? I was just thinking Longest Yard when he said that. <laughs> no, Longest Ride. Miley I'm, Cyrus. Oh, uh, um, yeah. That's the movie The Climb's in, right?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, not Miley
0: Cyrus. <laughs> Miley Cyrus. Wait, what are you talking about? Let me do. <laughs> I was thinking
1: of the last song. That, that's the one with The Climb. <laughs> no, but I, I didn't mean this movie. So number four for me, classic. Are you sure you like it? <laughs> yeah. Classic released in 2015. Is the longest ride and with Scott Eastwood. And it's about like the uh, when he's like a bull rider. Mm-hmm. And it, my uncle was actually, uh, I don't know if he was like fully a PBR professional bull rider, but I had an uncle who like was on the mini tour for professional bull riding, huh. So I could relate a little bit.
0: Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, okay, there are three right now, four. That I'm really struggling to pick between five. Okay. I'm gonna give some honorable mentions. I like that. So honorable mentions before it because I've got to narrow it down.
1: No, you can't take I mine can't away. Take it. You can't. You can do honorable mentions after I say five. Okay. Yeah.
2: Who yeah. I'm really struggling here. I might. I think I'm gonna change my mind of
0: what I'd originally put down and go straight impulse here. Okay. I love impulse.
1: Forgetting Sarah Marshall, oh, that's impulse a good run one right there. That's a I haven't watched that in so long.
0: I because Mila Kunis amazing in it. Mm-hmm. I yeah, that was my impulse. Yeah. I'm going to come back with some honorable mentions because fair That was very difficult. Yeah, fair yeah. enough.
1: But for me, all time classic Nicholas Sparks number five ends on the Notebook. Yeah, as I think that it had should. to get that, had to get, that had someone to get had to, to say
0: it. That's fair. Other honorable mentions though for me Go were ahead. the proposal check bridesmaids okay wedding crashers yep and then hitch i never saw that one. you've never seen hitch you no. know teach you how to dance keep it right here uh oh that's a good me, movie you should go watch. that's your homework
1: got it for me it was the last song by the cyrus Honorable yeah. mention love hard was a new movie um, that i really enjoyed and then 40 year old virgin
0: mm, that's another good one <laughs> yeah the steve steve carrell carrell Carol. Corral. Corral. Anyway. Steve Corral. Stevie movies. So good. Yeah. He's so good. Anyway, episode 12, as always share the love, share the episode with people. That would be really kind of you to do. Yeah. Very good thing. Yeah. Make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. And, and make me feel better.
1: And I will say merch is going to come at some point in the next three to four to five years.
0: So be looking out for it. Yeah. In those We got years. golf
1: balls already. That's true. We've got them right here actually
0: not for sale yet just yeah, not just for for, not for, for, sale. for fun i've been marketing by throwing these into the woods by yes via a golf club yes
1: <laughs> but if you haven't leave five star we want spotify and apple to push this bad junk out
0: bad junk out anyway uh-huh. peace
1: episode 12